Hey, welcome to the Make It So So podcast, a podcast about the not-so-good episodes of Star Trek. This episode, we'll be talking about Menage Troy, episode number 24 of season three of Star Trek, The Next Generation. But first, my name's Newman. Hey, I'm Beth. And I'm Dan. A brief synopsis of Menage Troy. When Troy's mother spurns advances by a Ferengi daemon, he takes it upon himself to kidnap both mother and daughter. And... Guys, this episode was terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's Star Trek. <laughs> Beth, oh, you want to start off with the with your first impression? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I, quick impression? I, I mean, I, I, as as our listeners have probably gathered, I like a lot of episodes of Star Trek, and I like this one too. So I'm, I'm a big fan of the Riker Troy relationship. So I like this episode. I, I thought it was actually not as bad as maybe you guys thought. So okay. I can't wait to hear your opinions. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, this episode is. Full of crazy. <laughs> uh, it's a fun one. Yeah. So it's 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 called uh, Menage Troy. Yeah. And I don't think there's a good reason for that. There's no sure. Menage if anything, Troy-ing. it's a foursome. Yeah. Because yeah. Riker's also there. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it's it. There's so much craziness with old ladies. Yeah. Old ladies getting naked. Uh, let's just, just go. You, yeah. Um, I mean, my my quick impression, like I said, I thought it was terrible. But th- this one, I think I can safely say is my least favorite that we've watched so far. Oh, wow. yeah. uh, and that's that's Come saying something. Wow. I was that's saying worried. something. I, I actually. Wow. But, I'm excited to do this yeah, then because uh, the, I I actually didn't really have that many notes because okay. I like this episode. <laughs> great. great. I, I did want to point out to Dan though. I think the original title for this episode was Peace of Mind. I don't care about the original title. This is what they put out there. No, 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 what I'm saying though is that um, I don't think that's all, either a, a good title. Should we call it Peace of Ass? Because that's, I mean, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess, that's what um, everybody's trying to get in this episode. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this was the kind of episode <laughs> that if I would have gotten home from school mm-hmm. and, and seen that it was on, I would not watch it. Huh? Because I just not a big fan of Troy's mom. That's Luxana. Luxana Troy is is just is just Star Trek kryptonite for me. I I feel like that is a popular opinion. Yeah. Um, However, a lot of the shippers uh, really do like this episode because it has some like Troy Riker background story and some time together with them. I can see it for that for that reason. Yeah. Sure. But if you're not into that, which uh, a young (laughs) school aged boy probably wouldn't be, right? uh, I could see why you you wouldn't like that as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. How do we start? How do we start this? Okay. Okay. So yeah, we'll dive right in. Okay. Uh. Well, basically, the enterprise the enterprise sorry is um hosting a trade summit in orbit around. Beta Z, mm-hmm. which apparently is the only time we actually see the planet in the entirety of Star Trek. Oh, I didn't know that. This is it. Okay. According to Memory Alpha. They could be wrong, but okay. they usually aren't. Yeah. Um, so all we see is just that one garden of the planet, which is kind of kind of interesting. Oh, that's neat. Um yeah. so they're hosting a trade talk in Ten Forward. Mm-hmm. And um and uh <laughs> Sorry, sorry, fo- our, sorry uh, folks. The dog is digging. Is <laughs> the dog is digging. Um, messing stuff. So they're up. hosting a trade summit, and well, basically, it starts off with a match of 3D chess, yes. um, so, which is a constant. Right. Okay, yeah, you want so get 3D, 3D chess? chess. <laughs> yeah, that's a what common the theme. Hell is 3D chess? Okay, this is a thing that is seen throughout a lot of Star Trek episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I recall, it's never really explained. It's just three chess boards on top of each other. Ooh, oh, 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 but is it? Well, 
Because, right, but there's some areas okay. where it's like a smaller board. Right. And Only stuff. sometimes, because in this episode, it is not consistent. Ooh. True. Do tell. Later on, when we see some 3D chess, it is three chess boards on top of each other, by separated by like a, a foot. Okay. The first one in on Beta Beta Zoe, Beta Beta Z, yeah. thing, Beta Z. Right. is totally different. Really? There are smaller sections that are kind of off to the side and not above other pieces you're, you're right so i wasn't yes. entirely certain that these were the same game until i did my research after i watched the episode okay but they're claiming that there's there's no mention of it not being the same thing it's just 3d chess but huh. not the same board maybe they're just fancier boards but like, like the, you know, so you can buy some chess boards right. that are places. really nice. Right. Yeah, they should be in the same places, right? That's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, as far as I I know, this is never really fully explained. I'm sure fans have made a game out of it yeah. for, for real. Yeah. I'd be highly, I'd, I'd be shocked if that was not the case. Yeah. Um, but during the first match, uh, Wesley Crusher was dropping some Star Wars references when he was, there's, he said Ooh, one do move. do tell, I missed those. One move was something, something Alderaan. Which is clearly a Star Wars reference uh, from the first oh, movie. Yeah, he said some gobbledygook that I couldn't yeah. quite make it out. Um, right. it's so, that, that so, I thought that was kind of was interesting. Like, oh, wow, your queen Alderaan is bishop yeah. or something. Yeah, right. actually, this right. episode was um, the first mention of a cock cockran, which is a it's a oh, unit what? it's a unit of subspace distortion, and it's a it's a reference to. Um, Zephyrin Cochran. Zephyrin Cochran, who was like the, I guess like the first person to make first contact yeah. in the movie First Contact, the yeah. Next Generation movie. Um, so that I thought that was so, kind of interesting. So Cochran, Cochran, Cochran. Okay, not Cochrane. Yeah, you just different. I, know, I was trying really hard not to say it like that. I was trying really hard not to say it like that. That's kind of cool though because this was way. this was years before the First Contact movie, right? Um, but Zephyrin Cochran was in a original series episode mm, okay um so that's kind of neat yeah i think that that's they were super neat. yeah um anyway um, so they are playing chess yeah in 10 yes. forward um specifically Riker is playing one of the frangi delegates yeah and damon tog damon tog yes who becomes a central yeah. part of this episode okay now just uh to to clarify some frangi sure junk mm -hmm. uh and i i promise i'll do my I best i only know this because i read it okay okay so damon is a title basically captain? He's yeah, like their captain or something. Right. right. And uh, I read that uh, they have these like little green tattoos on their head mm -hmm. that determine their rank. Oh, I didn't know okay. that was a rank thing. Great. Yeah, oh, I, I just thought they were green. I had no head idea. Pieces. I just yeah, saw you, them you see those throughout most of Star Trek. Whenever you see uh, a Daemon or, or or someone in their in their Starfleet equivalent mm -hmm. they usually have something on their forehead so that's that's pretty cool all right oh, that is cool yeah. but i so, never knew i never knew it was rank so thank you yeah, yeah. I, I found it out about 10 minutes ago excellent okay excellent uh so okay so they're on beta z yes. well they're, well they're still in 10 forward but as of right they're now they're on the ship that they're, is they're, orbiting they're on the beta ship. Z. oh well, but they're flying around beta z okay yeah yeah so they're, so yes. they're near beta z <laughs> <Got it. laughs> yeah uh no the only reason i bring it up is because um some people refer to them as Beta Zeds, and and I think someone calls them Beta Zoids. I believe Beta Z is the planet. Beta Zoid, beta -zoid is the people. Is the type. No, I mean like when referencing the oh, people. Really? Oh. oh, that person is a Beta Z, and oh, that really? person is, is a Beta Zoid. Okay. Huh. I didn't know if there was a reason. I do not 
think, think there's so. a difference. Maybe just inconsistency. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. This only makes it easier to get into Star Trek. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Excellent. And okay, so so Troy mm-hmm. is half beta something. Beta, Zoid. Beta Zoid. Half human. Okay. Is Zoid the the accepted? That's what I, I always say. I think that's what I've heard. That's it. what I always say. Yeah. All right. And read it in the yes. book. Okay. So she's half beta Zoid, half half human. 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 Her yeah. dad's human. What does everyone refer to? Us as human, because if ever if all these other humanoid, like, are we uh, seen as like the the original? Well, no. Why because is everyone like us? The universal translator probably gives them that word. Yeah. And whenever you know we oh, talk about okay. them, they probably hear. Hold on, that universal equip- translator is that something? Uh-oh. Yes. That is something that everyone's ear or brain. No, it works. Yeah, it works through the com badge, and it just it's just automatically translates. The ships can also do it too, huh? So, like, if they're if they're talking to a ship through the view screen, Mm -hmm. the ships usually do it back and forth. That's why whenever they make first contact with someone, the aliens usually speak English. Yeah. (laughs) Also, it's a convenient plot device because yes. it's hard to make well, non-human yes. characters out of yes. human extras. Right. <laughs> it didn't worth show if yeah. you didn't understand half the characters. But yeah. I, I, I just didn't. Yeah. Know. yeah. Well, I mean, I I've I can't remember where I was reading this. It was like some Star Trek forum or whatever where they did an interview with like, I think one of the costume designers or set designers or something. And that was someone's criticism. Oh, well, all the aliens are human. And they're like, well, yeah, extras generally are humans. So yeah, we, right. there's only so much you can do. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah. And to be oh. fair, there is an episode that tells why all the races have arms and legs. And, and oh, it, mm-hmm. like Good. we were all fashioned around the same type of body mm. shape. I, I I appreciate that. So yeah, that's actually a really, a really good episode, actually. Yeah. Um, we'll never watch it. Cause. <laughs> yeah, because that's, that's not <laughs> what this just, podcast exactly. is about. <laughs> exactly. All right, so we're, uh, all, we're, all, so we're playing Tri-Chess. Chess, yes. and that and that ends. Um, yes. Riker and beats the... Yes. Daemon. The, uh, the Ferengi. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Which are, Ferengis are typically portrayed as really dumb. Right, they are. They seem to be like like. I wouldn't some, say. I feel like their their intent is to be like masters of business. They are. Yes. Yeah. I I, I wouldn't say dumb. I would say I would say greedy. Life. Yeah, I wouldn't say greedy. dumb either. I would just say single minded. Yeah. Or like narrowly focused. Okay. Well, every time I've ever seen them, yes, they've been idiots. They they get including in this episode. Yeah. When you get to DS Nine and you meet Quark, um. It, they become a lot more rounded, I think. Yeah. And they become more like a real character. I've heard that as well in um, that series. That- and this particular series, they're, they are kind of dumb. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Okay. They're also like always a main villain. I don't think there's too many episodes in this series where mm-hmm. there's like a good, a Frankie that you yeah. want to like at all. They're never friendly, really. Yeah. yeah. So, so this, this Frankie, uh, Tog. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Loses and blames the lost because he was distracted because of the music. Some guy yes. is playing Algolian ceremonial rhythms. I was not getting Which that. I must say <laughs> is the same exact thing played over and over, over again. again. I could not focus in the scene <laughs> because I was just hearing the music in the background. Right. So you're on Tog's side. It's the same. <laughs> yes, I am. It's the same four notes. Just and and they and they treat the guy playing it like he's some sort of master. His also uh, the costuming on this guy too, it looks like his face is melting. 
a little bit. Legitimately, it's like they were just like burn his mask. Yeah, and that's what his character's gonna it's, be. It's a little weird. Well, it's also the so same. It, it, there's like there's people watching him play, and they're kind of like like awestruck. But I'm like, it's just the same notes over and over again. Maybe it's like a meditative thing. Uh, I guess Newman. Newman wasn't. I guess I just, I just was not having the music, <laughs> but but the music comes into play later. In a very oh, interesting oh, way, major way, which kind of shocked major me a little way. bit, but okay. Um, so yeah, so okay, so Tog is all like, "Forget you, I was distracted, like an idiot, a poor yeah. loser." And then immediately he, uh, unless I'm missing something else, hits on Luxana. Luxana Troy. Yeah. Troy. Oh boy, how old is she in this episode? Okay, she's been around a while, um, but she's not she's not as old as you would think. I think she's supposed to be in her like sixties. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. She okay, was. well yeah. then there you go. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I think she's like in well her because 60s. some races live longer than others. I just she. Oh, I'm, I'm talking about the actress. Oh, the actress. She, she's in her in her sixties. Yeah, yeah. Um, so first of all, love interest, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, Great. I think she's good looking for sixty. Well, okay, she looks good. Brief, her makeup was 60. on point. Brief, uh, brief side I, note about the actress mm-hmm. Majel Barrett. Yeah, is Gene Roddenberry's wife. wife. Magic Roddenberry. Yeah, yeah. Um, she Barrett. was in six episodes of Next Generation. This is the third that she's in. She, she plays was also, walks on yeah. in all of them. Yeah. yeah, and she was also in three in DS Nine. Oh, um, and she's the voice of the computer. She is. Yes. She's a computer. for just about everything. Yep, mm-hmm. and she was also in the original series as well. As various crew members, but so she she's always been around in, mm-hmm. in Star Trek, mm-hmm. um, and it, in my experience, Roddenberry kind of flaunts her as this kind of like sex symbol in a very mm-hmm. strange sort of way. He tries to, you mean? Yeah, yes. right, he tries to. Okay, um, I think she's well, a pretty. Lady. We're talking about this actress. Oh yeah, she's she's um, she's fine. I mean, yeah. Outside of the actual episode, um, I did read something kind of awesome that I I, I liked a lot was. Uh, mm-hmm. Her and Jean's remains will be buried at space. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh. Like some of it will be flown in a rocket and uh, shot out. Oh, that's neat. Into that is the, cool. the endless void. Oh, cool. I want that. Uh, Can we make that happen? Like, oh man, that's yeah. That's the way. To I'm do surprised it. he wasn't already up there. But uh, I guess okay, I guess so they're, they're waiting, waiting for, for her each other. Information is a little convoluted because the company that d- offers the service. Yeah. I forget what. It's, Celestis, I don't know, whatever. Um, Celestis, I don't remember. Space dust. Um, they <laughs> they claim that he is already a uh, a one of the one of the celebrity clients that okay. has been shot up. Oh, but <laughs> but uh, I believe it's Wikipedia that says that she, I guess, had some of the cremated remains of of him. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, and that I guess the rest of him or some more right, of him right. is going to be is, is going to go up. Okay. On some ship scheduled to go soon. So wait, she died. She's dead. Okay. Oh, I didn't realize I, I, that. I had thought that she had died, but I wasn't quite was sure. Was that recently? Do we know? Okay. No. I think oh, it was a few okay. years ago. I think oh. she died a few years well, ago. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No more. Anyway, no lo- back anyhow, to okay. this pile <laughs> of an episode. Okay. <laughs> so there's a lot of good, so juicy details the, about yeah. this episode. The Captain but, Ferengi Tog is hitting on Loxana, mm-hmm. who is having none of it. She's kind of mean to him. She, I, I must well, yeah. say, he's asking for it because he is he there? Yeah, he, he literally is. says, um, "Oh, he says like I, I'm gonna I, own I you." Exactly. It's um, <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> I desire you for your telepathic skills, I, and then also, and you know, you're you're kind of attractive. Too. Yeah, <laughs> but he offers to buy her. 
Right? Yeah. Okay, I guess Which, you're right. First <laughs> of all, if you're talking to the person you're buying, who gets the money? Like, right. I, I don't get oh, it. Oh, yeah, true. The Who's Federation, he I guess. From? But the, the, the sentence he says is so shitty. It's just, you must be aware that every female has her price. Like, it's just so, it's just a given. That's right. just an axiom. Well, like, that's, that's how you they, must that's how they know are. that you're oh. a whore. Yeah. So. Right. How much? Right. <laughs> so she shuts him down. Yeah. To be fair, though, she has been with a lot of guys. She's yeah, been but, married several yeah, times. Yeah, but the, the beta Zoids oh, okay. are kind of like a free love society. They are. Very so, much a Roddenberry free love feature absolutely. type society. Yeah. That's true. Um, That's true. Go ahead. So this is a detail that, uh, so if you've read some of the books about um, beta, beta Zoid, like some of the Peter David novels how many people could possibly you and i have read these books (laughs) at least two i've been out here at least two i am (laughs) you are the minority report the majority of people in this room (laughs) Um, but in beta on beta z when they have weddings everyone is naked yes which i think is really interesting um so yeah they're kind of like a free love society yeah so you get it, Lock, Locks on. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, but I thought something was really interesting. So the scene is kind of sad. So she gets done like shutting down Damon Tog, and she goes immediately to the captain, essentially like asking him for help. Like, hey, captain, let's hang out. And he just can't stand her so much. No, he can't. That he makes some like, makes some excuse that he needs to go check out some doors, yeah. like some <laughs> door that functions was, that was great. to make sure the doors are opening and closing yeah. properly. That and she's fantastic. just standing there like, hey, no, seriously, this guy wants to try to buy me. Can yeah. you give me a hand? Yeah, and he's he, just like, nope, gotta look at doors. He, he, Sorry. Like, yeah, I have to uh, show my guest this uh, new door It's a door mechanism. mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That was great. It's pretty, pretty cold. That's pretty cold. I mean, shoulder. I'm on his side. You could have done that a little more. There's a weird scene know, before gently. that too, where um, Deanna is talking to her mom at the table, and kind of for no reason, Riker just comes up to them and says, "Hey, ladies, can I get you anything?" Yeah. And it's like, it's a weird line. Like he just needed to come. To, I don't know. That's stuff that was like really odd. Kind of out of character. Well, he wants to get them both drunk for the menage a Troy. <laughs> yes, I guess Which that's true. Which no, never happens. Which I'm both disappointed <laughs> never, and thrilled about that Yes, fact. mostly yes. thrilled. But, um, All right. So, so yeah. the, okay, the, the, the daemon beams away, um, mad, and uh, he, I think he says something to the effect of she will be mine before he, he beams away. In fact, As I think all that's the actual start with. The actual <laughs> line. Um, and then not Soon afterwards, I'm just going to jump to this amazing scene, okay. uh, and you can stop me. But uh, we see a meeting of the senior staff where the captain and Riker are having tea on, yes. on the captain's couch in a very hoity-toity manner. And I just loved it that they were the ones drinking the tea, kind and of not like the captain. Mm. <laughs> oh no, no, the captain was as oh, well, okay. but just like you know, captain and Riker. They, they were just being just so like fancy about it. They're yeah. just like, ooh, yes, give me your staff support. Everyone's Sipping. having Earl Grey. It was great because like I feel like you know when you're that high up of an officer, yeah, you just get briefings on the the minor stuff, right? As you chill with your uh, with your buddy, <laughs> that was just great. <laughs> Drink some tea, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so right before that, okay. um, I just had a question about a thing. Uh, sure. So Mama Troy wants Deanna to start a family. Yes, she's yeah. all hounding her about about. And she mentioned she mentions that she's all she may have already ruined her chances with Riker. Yes. So this means they were together at one point. They were. So yeah. prior to Star Trek: Next Generation. They have they have a history, so that history is c- kind of revealed in the pilot episode, but the backstory is in the books. 
So they they had a relationship so there's before. There's no backstory. Well, What's the backstory? So there's no backstory. Yeah. No, there, basically, no, there is. basically they, they, the in the episode. they they have dated and now they're not dated. Yes. Dating, but they're still friends. We talked in the last episode about the word imzadi and how they use yeah. it for one another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're that, yeah, they're, whatever. Yeah, that's what special they are. to one yeah. another. But but she has had some sort of influence on their love life. She's very pushy, obviously, yes. the mother. Oh, yeah. And I think they go into it, because this is our third time on the show. Mm-hmm. I believe the previous two episodes focus on that a little bit as yeah, well. Yeah, they talk about that as well. Um, but, like, I, I assume something something bad happened that split them up. I can't remember specifically. He, but that seems to be implied, they, yet a whole bunch, of people in, whole bunch of characters in this episode are trying to push them together. Yeah. They talk about that, that in later episodes. So, Riker essentially wanted to be the commander of a starship, and he thought that having any sort of, like relationship with someone being married mm. having kids would really prevent him from mm-hmm. uh, achieving that goal because it's one of those positions where like having a family is difficult right to, to do so he was basically like i want to break this off before this gets too crazy because i want to be a captain and i'm going to pursue that we Which, might be on separate ships right like, i'm going to pursue that Which till its end is kind of not a great excuse though because most federation ships allow families and children yeah on true. board yeah so he was probably just dodging her <laughs> <You know? laughs> <laughs> do, do the other captains have families? Yeah, uh, quite, quite a few. Yeah. I mean, the, I mean, yeah. I mean most, most, most Federation uh, vessels have, have families and kids on them. I'm talking about the captains, though. Um, like, I know Picard yeah. doesn't seem to have anybody. Uh, well, yeah. And I don't know anything uh, yeah, about I mean, any of the that, other That ones. might just be Kirk, me, Kirk didn't seem like me had... assuming that they do. Well, but... the original series was before families were on ships. That's like oh. a, that was a newer yeah right. well okay the only two captains i knew were yeah it bachelors. is true. it is possible though that that the family captain has a son right yes yeah wife's dead but yeah. but yes son is there with him <laughs> okay <laughs> 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 gotta make sure we everyone knows and it's picard's <laughs> fault dead, but we'll get to that Ooh, another episode picard that. kills a captain's oh, wife oh yeah well oh, not knowingly that's... <laughs> not knowingly that, well he also oh. was responsible for wesley's, he, all right, all right, wesley's guys, dad's guess yeah. yeah let's get back to okay it. okay sorry right. uh, <laughs> so picard uh he states that we're on a uh, routine mapping mission yeah which which doesn't make any sense once again they yeah. were just, just like last episode with the yeah. geographical survey it's like um well, also, actually, so they're no, doing a, one, well one, yeah it's a, it's, a, it's a space nebula right okay yeah it fixes it because he said since we're just on a routine mapping mission you right. should totally vacation with Troy. That's true. Which I don't know. It, okay. I, and and Riker's yeah. face when the captain says that he's like, "Oh, I'm totally gonna fuck like this. <laughs> this this shore leave. This, oh, it's yeah. no, I am gonna it fuck some Venezuelan bitches yeah. right quick. Yeah. <laughs> I thought so. They go so the mapping mission is after they do the trade negotiation, right? Yeah. Because yes, it's okay. immediately after. All right. Um, that makes sense. They they leave. Troy, Riker, and Troy's mom behind. Okay, so they leave Bittison. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Um, so the next scene is Riker and Troy in their day wear. Which is amazing. The, yeah. the purple poofy shirt. I think this might be the first showing of the blue purple puffy shirt. The silky v-neck. Um, that's like Riker's I, signature really outfit. I think it's the first of of a poofy shirt. Because I think he wears one in Angel 1. Which is season 1. 
in so, one. So Riker's clothes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I yeah. think you're right. Yeah. Riker's non-uniform clothes are always ridiculous. Oh, they're well, great. Hers are too. Troy's like, are insane. I'd yeah. like to say maybe like they're customary for the the destination. Maybe. Like, maybe you just fit in with like that maybe. planet. I, I guess I could forgive that. Yeah, but you see that particular shirt like a couple times right. throughout the oh. series. Maybe yeah. maybe it's a Bethesda shirt. Maybe. And maybe he, just he got like, it there. He just when, likes it a lot. So he was stationed there for a while, too. Oh, was he? So, yeah, before okay. before the Enterprise. Um, that's how he met Troy. Right. Okay. So maybe, maybe it is a Beta, Beta Z shirt, and he just really <laughs> likes it. It's sentimental value. Who knows? And Beth, I must agree. What what Troy's wearing is in, it's insane. insane. It's insane. Like, it's, it's, like it's, it's all purple. They're going <laughs> in, in, They're going to the park. Maybe yeah. they had dinner plans. Who knows? But like she's got on a, like a really short dress that's all like pinkish purple but then like matching tights the, the tights, the tights the, are the craziest they part they also cover the shoes I have no idea what you guys are talking so, about because you didn't notice clothes stole <laughs> didn't my oh, attention man. but it's like it's like one shouldered and there's like a poofy other non-sleeve yeah. sleeve it's Sounds it's great. Like yeah. her, but her normal clothes on the ship, she doesn't wear a regular uniform. So I don't understand right. like why this came in. I don't know. It's crazy. Why doesn't she, she uh, wear a regular uniform? I'm not sure, actually. I don't really know the explanation for that. But why, she doesn't why wear... Why she doesn't wear a uniform? Because yeah. she's not a Starfleet officer until uh, later seasons. She's, she she's like a, she's like a commissioned Officers. officer oh, until uh, she becomes lieutenant commander. Yeah, I believe in season seven. I still thought she was a an officer, just not a high ranking, like as high ranking. Because there is a whole couple well, episodes where she's be taking her commander's. She's test. she's counselor. I don't know if that's a ranked position. Position possibly. Yeah. She might be. A commissioned officer. It'd be much easier for the Ferengi and just tattooed our ranks. Well, there you go. That's true. Okay. There you go. That's true. But yes. yeah, only in later seasons does she yeah, actually she become actual a, a ranked officer. Yeah. So yeah, yeah her outfit's insane. This takes us to the surface. The of, surface of Beta Z. I thought we left Beta Z. Are they still no. vacationing on Beta Z? They're on Beta Z. They so, just, yeah. Yeah, so, they're, they're taking a walk. So in the, the Enterprise right left. So the Enterprise yeah. left, and, they and now they're having to a, where they, the ship was. No. <laughs> no, the ship was. They were. Fuck, I what's just, happening? The, no, the, what's no, happening wait, wait, don't to I, I, I can't you got talk it? about this for one second. Okay. What's, what's okay. happening in your brain? Um, so they're in the gardens. Yes, they're in the gardens. On Beta Z. Yes. They are. Okay. Which, by the way, filmed at a library uh, in was, California. Yeah, I read so, that. I read that. Boom. Okay. Library. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So, um, so he's, he's halfway in. They're basically <laughs> making out yes. before her mom shows up. This scene, to the outfit that he's wearing. I don't know if you guys noticed this. I've seen it a bunch of times. There's a bunch of, we're talking, we were yeah, that? there's okay. a bunch of like shipper YouTube videos of this. Oh, really? <laughs> Yo, so many. Um, this particular scene? Yeah. Oh, wow. But when he turns inside, like the outfit he's wearing, it makes his butt look just gigantic. Like, oh, it's man. just that close. I don't think his butt is really that big. But yeah. like, it's just awkwardly large. And I think it's worth a second look. Uh, well, I will Dan not be going back to watch it, disagree. but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Riker is inside of Troy, and you see essentially Mama Troy with a weird slave person yeah. walking Dan in the background. Mr. Holmes. Mr. Holmes. Mr. Yeah. Holmes. He is her valet. Yeah. He's like a servant. He's basically Lurch from the Adams Family. He In fact, exactly I think it might like, be the same actor yeah. from the Adams <laughs> yeah, Family movies. Like yeah. I bet you it is. He's Mr. Holm. Um, who gets replaced later, which with a different character, 
but I think it's the same actor. I could be wrong. I think so too. But, hold on, hold yeah. on. You get the same actor, but a different. Character? I think it's like supposed to be like yeah, a joke. She makes an excuse that like his thoughts were pornographic or something. Yeah, because remember, yeah, yeah, she he, can. He becomes too too oh, attached yeah. to her. Yeah. Beta Zeds can read Reminds, minds yeah. unless they really need to. Then they magically can't. Right. <laughs> then then everyone's just sad or or in pain. Yeah. And that's, yeah. So that's all they Troy interrupts yep. Riker and Troy. It's Riker and Deanna Troy. It's mm-hmm. now picnic time. Yeah. But the entire time during the interruption, she's trying to get them together. Right. Sure. I so was very confused she by basically, her tactics. Basically interrupted boning. Uh, although, you know what? She didn't really see them when they were kissing. They could have just like moved away mm-hmm. into like a, a shadow of like a tree or something and kept doing it. They They kind of like Give up as soon as they hear her voice, and then go towards her. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't. I don't know why they didn't just leave the area because so I don't think she saw them. She just happened I'm sure she could to hear have them. a picnic within fifty feet. Of- she probably meant to go there, but I don't think she saw them yet. I think she knew oh. they were there, and oh, she was I, trying I was to make the whole thing was intentional. No, like her her being there, I think was intentional, but I, but like to interrupt them. Yeah, but I don't think she saw them yet. You think she like heard their thoughts or something? Oh, maybe. Okay, yeah, I guess that works. Yeah. Either way, they 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 didn't make much of an effort to leave. True. Yeah. They could they they could have like. It probably ran, was just easier probably, to go talk to her. Yeah. Than not. Um, but it's weird because like a few scenes immediately before this, they were just friends, and now they're making out. Well, yeah, making out, I think they've like, always been like friends plus on the orders of the captain. Right. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. So weird. Yeah. Why? Why? So I guess they're friends with benefits. I think that's essentially. probably given. I mean, it is yeah. a love future. So. Yeah. so so now they're okay. picnicking, picnicking with Troy's mom, mm-hmm. Luxana. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I'm not sure why, but she offers Riker some lettuce I, that stays warm. It looks like cabbage or, yeah. it's just like, or kale or something. I actually read online that that was a rewrite done by Ray, um, done by Gene Roddenberry himself. And they said that it was like a questionable oh, description yeah. of of fruit. <laughs> like I don't I don't understand like very, why, but that, he, that was his like persistent veiny rewrite. Yeah, was maybe it was supposed to be, like to be a, phallic. A phallic thing? Yeah, right. It was a piece of lettuce. It didn't look phallic. No, but, uh-uh. uh, but it was oh, weird oh, so and maybe out of place. The writers intended to have Riker eat a dick, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then someone stepped in I and guess. said. What the fuck is this? Yeah, just well, I don't think, when you say lettuce. like the writers, I don't think it was the writers. I think it was Gene Roddenberry specifically. Yeah, because remember his wife is walks on a. That's yeah, his yes, wife. Yes. So like he's like, Where? hey, don't hit on my wife. Eat a dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you he know, wasn't though. He yeah. was eating on his wife's daughter. That's true. No, doesn't make know. any sense. I don't know. I, I mean, just read that it's like questionable. That, yeah, yeah. Riker should eat a dick. No. But I don't think I'd write it <laughs> yeah. into a screenplay with like props. Well, you know. <laughs> well, speaking of writing, just a little sidetrack. This episode was rewritten three times. Okay. Um, once by uh, Melinda Snodgrass, mm-hmm. um, and it was originally <laughs> written by Gene Roddenberry's secretary. So you yes. kind of get the feeling Which, that also is, written by a person that was not a writer. High caliber writing well, here. So. I don't know if I should come out with this juicy gossip yet. Do but, it now. Yeah. Okay. So Gene Roddenberry's secretary, Susan Sackett. It was her and her like other writing partner that that primarily did this episode. Yeah. And what's so interesting is this episode is called 
Menage a Troy, which is a play on Menage a Trois. What? It stars Gene Roddenberry's wife, but Susan Sackett had a very public affair with Gene Roddenberry. Mm-hmm. She actually wrote a book about it um, called, uh, what is it called? Inside Trek, like My Secret Life with Gene <laughs> Roddenberry. Great. It's You can buy it on Amazon. I had no idea that any of this happened. Ooh. So she had worked, she was his executive assistant for like 17 years, but had like a, I guess, supposedly like very, very public affair with him. So she wrote the episode. His wife is starring in the episode. And apparently he was on set for like all the he filming was, yeah. of it. So wow. juicy gossip on this, this one. This episode oh, no. shows you, this might be jumping ahead a little bit. Yeah. This episode shows you what this show I think would have mostly been mm-hmm. if he had been involved for the, the entire seven seasons. Oh, did they like take him out eventually? Um, kind of. He he wasn't really a major player, but he, he got to have these kind of key episodes. Yeah. Like, hey, we want you involved because you made this. You know, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, we're gonna use your name. Yeah. yeah, and he he died during this during these series. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But it, I think it's kind of a good thing that I think he was not involved fully. Yeah, because um, it needed to be a time. No, if he's modern if he's, <laughs> it would have been he's writing in pretty dirty if uh, all seven vegetables. seasons were were uh, <laughs> yeah. Then, right. I, no, I think I think I'd be into that. I'd be into yeah, that, I think that so. Star Trek, a more a more sexy Star Trek. That would be hilarious. Okay. So okay. anyway, so, yeah, they're having a picnic. Yep. and Mama Troy is like, "Oh, you guys should have a baby and a whatever white picket fence thing." And they're just like, "Oh, mom. Oh, yeah." So Deanna Troy, her whole reaction, while a little bit understandable, is like an eight-year-old. Yeah, like, mother. Oh, mom. I, lo- I love like, how she says mother. Mother, because it's just I don't know it's just yeah. crazy. So I don't know. So I Tog shows up. Fine. Tog. Well, Tog. first, Mister Holm is told to go pick some berries or something, yeah. right? Yeah, just go gotta, get some berries. Send him away. Which I wish he would have been in more of the episode because then it could have been a, a a fivesome instead of a yeah foursome. Newman's all about whatever. It. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not that I want to see Mister Holm. He's you a know. pretty tall dude. He is tall dude. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, he is. All right. So Tog, Tog beams in with some with yeah. some flowers and says. You're you're the most beautiful person on that side of the picnic yeah. because <laughs> yeah. nothing else would be true. And she immediately throws the flowers in the river. Yes. Uh, which once again very rude. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, well, that I that one was be, uncalled for being, in my no, opinion. No, he's being pushy. Okay. Throw, well, throw well the that's true. It's he fine. did he did beam into their picnic. So 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 when she when he gets shut down again, yeah, his response is to kidnap everyone involved yes mm-hmm. like like you do yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't i just don't totally have motivation i thought Riker was a strange capture why? right like okay. why does he have to take Riker? especially because just mama troy just take just, just the steal mo- her right yeah like right especially because Riker is a senior senior ass officer the on the flagship yeah or, like you're just begging the enterprise to come after you yeah, you yeah. steal but he he Number does two. it on purpose. He says four to beam up, so yeah. he 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 wants he all it. of them but, taken. Like he doesn't plan on killing them. It's not about like getting rid of witnesses. No, no one's ever actually, any real danger. Really, he chooses until to the take end, all kind of yeah. them without a plan as to why or what he's going to do with them. Yeah, true. He only has plans for Mom, Mom Troy. Troy. I guess he's hoping to get to Ferengi space and just. But then what? What do you do with Riker? He's I don't. I don't know. Throw him at the sell, sell him back. Maybe he wants like trades Starfleet secrets or something. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. even seem interested in that. He doesn't. I agree. This is a plot hole. Yeah, but but <laughs> so, they, yeah. So. so now everyone is aboard 
a Ferengi, Ferengi ship, ship, which is now running away or something. Yeah, they're yes. they're running back to I. I guess well, I believe is Ferenginar, which they're is the homeworld. Ferenginar. Yeah. What? All right. That's the. <laughs> that's the name of that's the Ferengi homeworld. I mean, it makes as much sense as anything else. It just, it just came out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like hearing it. Yeah. All right. So I didn't like saying it. So, so they're all prisoners. <laughs> um, <laughs> this Ferengi ship has four crew members. Yeah. Like, but it's a, it's supposed to be a big ship. It's supposed yeah. to be a little bit smaller than the Enterprise in terms of size. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You only see four crew the entire. Yeah. See, episode. I, I thought it's it was expensive. a tiny ship. Like, <laughs> I I I didn't know see, it was supposed to be a big ship. I would I would see how you would think that, but yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a it's a capital I'd size say it's ship. Like like thirty feet wide. Right. It's like <laughs> it's apparently like, it's pretty big. It's like half a mile long. Also, when they beam everyone <laughs> no. on board, they remove. Uh, Mama no, Troy no, no, and Troy's. Oh, okay. No, they, right. get it, they get them all aboard. They yeah, get yeah. there first. And then they take both the Troy ladies. Oh, yeah. They take their clothes. And yep. they rebeam them into another part of the ship. Oh, yeah. Without without their clothes. Yeah. Which without I find interesting clothes, that. Which, if, if <laughs> I went into this episode knowing <laughs> I'd be seeing some 60 year old lady. And her daughter naked yeah. for no reason. Well, there was a reason. So the reason that there the, was no reason. That the Ferengis gave was that females do not deserve <laughs> yeah. the honor of clothing. Females yeah. do not, okay, do not so, wear clothes on okay, Ferenginar. Yeah. They do not have the right to wear clothes. Sure. Until they say, oh, it's cold. I'm going to put some clothes on. Well, they're just <laughs> like, all eh, right, fine. Well, yeah. You know, it's TV. They had sure. the... Yeah, they couldn't I film too many scenes they always, with them this, naked. This show always finds ways around that rule. Yeah, because obviously yeah. you can't have naked people. Yeah, so I, I had to interrupt because they don't they don't try to take Riker's clothes off. No, he's a man. No, he's a man. Well, they, yeah, but they are also not even interested in like talking to him. Yeah, they leave him in the jail cell mm-hmm. while they talk to well, the Troys. Right. Yeah, well, the Troys have the special powers that they're interested in. Yeah. Again, I don't know why they took Riker. I have no idea. Yeah, I, um, no, I don't know. So, so yeah, so they say women do not deserve clothing. Yeah. That's one of the laws of their of their world. Great. Yeah. So do you just never see a Ferengi woman in the series? You do. Um, I don't more so in in DS9. Do they wear clothes? Not for a while. Oh. That's awesome. I yeah. thought that would be something that'd be easy to like bail on and just like, oh well, we're not gonna address well, yeah, that. Well yeah, I mean they, they, they skirt that law a lot because oh, of exceptions of TV. For- but whenever you go um, like in the quark centric episodes on DS9, mm-hmm. and you go to Frankenar. Um, I believe there's a few episodes where there's they just like do shoulders up, okay. you know, mm-hmm. or they find a reason why why they this need person had. But but yes, on on their home world, naked ladies all around. Mm-hmm. All right, sure, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. so uh, <laughs> Now, okay, so I yeah. believe they, so Mama Troy grabs some clothes. Uh, They're just tarps, really. Or yeah, like, yeah. It's like just Blankets. a shower curtain. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they beam Troy back. Beam Troy back because to... she is not needed. Like, why doesn't the guy just hit on Troy? I know. She's clearly more attractive. I mean, that's. I yeah, well, she's not as powerful. Like, Loxana. Oh, she's only half whatever. Right. right. But yeah. she still has the power. No. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, if I'm all about reading people's minds, Loxana is not only but he also wants telepathic. her for sex as well. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean he makes that known. Oh, I cannot s- wait until we talk about some <laughs> Ferengi sex. There's, yeah. there's been some episodes where they do, in addition to just being Betazoid, who happened to be telepathic, she apparently is also like extra good. So her 
she's like extra powerful in addition to just well, having yeah. this telepathy. Yeah, she's a she's a Federation ambassador. Right. So uh, she's a delegate for, for, for this entire reason. planet. Yeah. That's true. Which is crazy because this Frankie thought it would be a good idea to to capture two senior officers in a in a planetary delegate yeah. and nothing would happen. Right. So well, I don't also, understand. If it's that easy to kidnap people, you just say, ah, beam them up. Like, why yeah. doesn't that happen all the time? I guess that Beta Z is a peaceful planet yeah. and that there's no, there's no reason. Down, just like Earth, there's yeah. no, there's no planetary defense. Of, <laughs> they do a lot of like trade negotiations there because it is a peaceful yeah. place. Like Beta yeah. Z does get wrecked in the uh Dominion War. Oh yeah. It gets like it gets wrecked. Oh, yeah, uh, maybe that. for that reason. Cool. Maybe, yeah. maybe there's no planetary defense. Yeah. There's like one ship. So, yeah. so Tog now has Mama Troy, the object of his affection, uh-huh. alone. Yep. And he said, and now let us talk. <laughs> and he hits a button like yes. a James Bond villain. Oh my goodness. And a bed just like creeps out of the wall. It is the most baller ass bed. It doesn't creep. It like shoots <laughs> out. Shoots I was trying to think like, of the bed shooting out with it, CG, but it was it was a real bed. If you were standing just, next to it, it would probably break your leg. Probably. It came out pretty fast. <laughs> it seems like a dangerous those, bed. Like, like 90s sitcom cool guy gadgets. Yes. Yeah. Like Urkel's yeah, like cooler a James Bond. half would well, have one. Oh, Stefan. Stefan Urkel. <laughs> Urkel's cool half. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> yes. Uh, like yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Stefan Arkell. Yes. Stefan Arkell. definitely have that bed. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. So. That's yeah. good. Then they then they want to get, well, he wants to get down and dirty. Yeah. Um, oh, however, yeah. she distracts him by talking about all of her previous lovers and mm-hmm. husbands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not into it. He's not, he's not into that. Yeah. Well, you know, at, at first he seems like he kind of is. Yeah. Because he kind of was, was like, okay, Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, he's just listening to her, right. listening to her rambling like a uh, <laughs> like a person that is trying and to. And then I uh, believe it cuts to commercial, and when it comes back, she is rubbing his ears. Yes. In, okay. Dan, what? I can tell he's foaming at the mouth yeah, okay, to talk about I this. I can't even talk he, about Okay, this. so she she is rubbing his his <laughs> ears in what I believe is called the the umox. Umox. Oh, I believe that's how you the say it. Umox. Um, so much umox. Which is what essentially is I would call. A basically a hand job, I yes. would say. This um, she stumbles yeah. in to a Ferengi <laughs> yes. sex act. Yes, she's basically basically jacking him off. So he's just uh, he's just climaxing while she's trying to distract him. Right. Well, I read online okay. that the Ubox must be true. It's, it's, it's not. It's not quite it's not a sexual. hand job. Yeah, it's like well, it's, 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 totally it's, like, it's sexual. It's, it's sexual. an erogenous zone, but it's not. It's not always sexual. Like sometimes Frangi will hire women to just rub their ears Massage. like yeah that doesn't sound like a prostitute at all no. <laughs> no, no, it is but they do it as a sign of like look how much wealth i have i can afford to have someone do yeah. this so it's oh, like well, it's kind of a power play dollars to... have a bunch of hookers around oh yeah for sure but so it's totally for friendly blowjob whatever yeah. memory beta the website memory beta says that there's a book that goes into detail about this called the Frankie Guide to Sexual Fulfillment: The Joys of Umoxing, Oh my god! Which I I'm, I don't know why I'm surprised that exists. And apparently, there's another one called um, I want to just Umox meet, for Fun and Profit or something. Like I want to meet the person we need to link to those. <laughs> just to like just to like slap them. Like okay. I want I want to like hurt them. I just want to insult them. They're probably an awesome apparently, person. Apparently, <laughs> too, there's an uh, episode. But I get something on my hand. Yeah. I, didn't, I don't remember this episode. Perhaps you do, Newman. Okay. But there's an episode in TNG where Beverly Crusher has to perform Umox so that she and Worf and Picard can gain 
passage on yeah. the ship into Cardassian territory. Yeah, I've, I've, I don't remember that. But I've seen that one. I don't know which one that is. There's a bunch of episodes where, where, but I've seen that one. Where, okay, this kind of bothers me. There's a bunch of episodes okay. where like well-off, like intelligent women have to basically like give hand jobs in order to get to like further the plot. Right. Like, that sucks. Oh, so reality. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dang. Well, I know it happens all the time. Who walks in the way to the top for fun and profit? Yeah. <laughs> I know it happens all the time on DS9 because either Quark's getting one or his brother. On memory or, alpha, there's uh-huh. a when you look it up, Lumoxing, the, yeah. the picture of it I think is Quark yeah. and it's like ridiculous. Yeah. I kind of we should link to it on it's, the website. It's definitely sexual. Yeah. I mean, they can say it's not, but it's, it's definitely overtly. sexual. There's nothing it that's non-sexual about it. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. That's I, for I, sure. I'm shocked it's in Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it, you can't show titties, yet you can show a person, like, getting off. So, I know. So, I, and then, the so, so the follow-up scene to this is, um, Riker is trying to tempt the guard to pay the 3D, 3D chest with them, and over the intercom, um, the guard asks about Damon Tog, and someone responds that he is extremely pleased. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Oh, extremely Extremely oh, relaxed. relaxed. No, 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 no. Okay. no, no, no. It's Deanna. Te- oh, she te- senses. That's right. I'm yeah. sorry. Sex with Tom. Tom. Right. Well, uh, well, 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 I wrote down that that means he must have came because. <laughs> yes. Because. First of all, okay. So, so oh the Troys are emotionally or mentally or whatever linked. Yeah. Yes. I think this might be the menage a trois, the trois that they're talking Ooh, about. Ooh, that's a great theory. Oh, because they're linked. Tog is uh, fucking more yeah. You're right. And. Deanna is just like feeling it. She, she does feel it because she, she makes like is, a throw up in my mouth yeah. sign she's a little doing bit. Some dirty. <laughs> she 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 might not have like had sex with him like the you know but she 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 definitely made him release with the umox. There was <laughs> there was some there was some orgasming happening. <laughs> you know. All right. Okay. I, you know what? I take it back. This this is totally the. Menage a trois. You're right. Yeah. That's a great theory. I didn't realize that. I didn't put it's, that together. It's a mental one, yeah. which is the the lamest yeah. one. But <laughs> still, just uh, that, I like that. Just I like that. It has to be getting. It with, has to be because the mom and her yeah. daughter, but she's in another room in a prison. But she still knows what's going on. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. There's awesome. a scene great where they job. cut to, to Troy's he, face. No, he doesn't care or know about her involvement. <laughs> right. It's only between the mom and daughter that they know. Yeah. Oh, that's so, that's such a dirty version yeah. of everything. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, it's Roddenberry. He was uh, a dirty old man. He was a dirty old man. You know, yeah. also, don't Google at work menage a Troy because <laughs> not I, uh, safe. Okay. And I, I, I you. work <laughs> at a public school and I did today. <laughs> not good. Yes. Not a good I idea. I was careful about which which of the results I chose. Always I, but, put Star oh, yeah. Trek with it's, the menage a Troy. I only Google oh, yeah. it on my phone while I'm on my computer at work. So okay. I, can, I can pretend there like I'm go. typing on I, the computer. I may not have a job on Monday. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I've looked up much worse. Um, so Riker, uh, basically, while he's playing the 3D chess, um, off screen, punches the guard out. Oh, hold on. Hold okay. on. Before, before all that. Yes. The the guard is like, oh, I'm not going to let you out. I'm not going to fall for that. Because Riker's all like, oh, well, you know, I would finish, I can't even see I from here. I can't see playing the chess game, but uh, yeah. you won't let me out, so I'm not going to finish this chess game. Right. And so the the Ferengi rightfully says, 
yeah, I, uh, I, I don't, I'm not going to listen to you. I don't trust you. Yeah. You're, you would say whatever you want to, to get out. Yeah. Yep. And Riker's whole argument is what, what could I possibly do? Where could I go? Yeah. He's right, though. <laughs> no, he's not! <laughs> you just let him loose on this ship. When, when your ship... Do whatever the fuck he wants. When your huge ship only has four crew members, yeah, you can true. do quite a bit of damage. You up half of the control also, the, to your ship, and the, the guy's like, you know what? All right, fine. The, bri- the brig and also seemed to be out. located, like, in the command center, too. Yes, so, like, right. We're like, why is this For on this the bridge? For this massive ship, yeah. there's four rooms and four commanders. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. One, one per yeah. room. Uh, um, so, I just like the way that the Frangie say human. They're human. Human. Yeah, human. That's, that's great. Um, human. Uh, I'm not going to trust you, human. So so Riker knocks out the guard off camera. I believe we come back from a, from, from a break. And the, uh, yeah, and the guard's so. just on the ground. Yeah. We don't see how he does it. Uh, I mean, he probably punched him, obviously. Um, so, so they plan to make their escape, but first they have to rescue Choi's mom, who we've last visited her is now being tested on by the doctor of yes. the Ferengi. So essentially the Ferengi... The skeptical doctor. Yeah. The Ferengi wants to understand what gives her her telepathic power right. so they can try to replicate it and use it for their advantage in their trade negotiations. Right. Um, so... They say something like they want to understand what neuro configuration gives her her powers. So they're they're they have her now like uh guys, we're we're missing something super. Oh super please enlighten important. us. What is it? Oh okay. okay. So Ma Troy uh-huh. has I I believe had sex with Tog. Okay. Yeah. Tog is completely satisfied to the point where he is not thinking about anything else. Sure. Right. Mama Troy. And she, very heavy-handedly, says, oh, uh, hey, by the way, uh, can I get those access codes to your whole goddamn <laughs> ship's controls yeah. so I can make you a beverage? Yeah. <laughs> and something, it was like uh, the Viagra That's right. drinks. She and, almost gets away with it, too. And mm-hmm. he is in the middle of giving away the access codes. <sighs> when the and doctor when, when rolls the doctor, it. <laughs> who has always been skeptical of her. Yeah. Uh, says, you idiot, Tog, stop right there. And then he basically blackmails Tog. Yeah, because Tog is a captain. Tog, you're going to give me this bitch, and I'm going to cut her brain open. He is kind of, you know, compromised in his his sexualized state. The the doctor Ferengi is totally right in the situation. He's like, all right, you're going to let me cut her brain open and study her or whatever. Or I'm going to report you, and you're going to lose your yep. Damon rank, Damon hood. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're Matt Damon. Rank. And then immediately he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, you're right. All right, do it. I don't yeah. care about her. Do whatever you want. It's so good." Yeah. And now, okay, now, yeah. now they're examining. Yes. Yeah. Um, she she was so close to getting those access she was. codes. She was. But I wonder if she oh, would have been talking about why we need access codes. Yeah. So uh, Riker and Troy now have broken out of the cell. Because yes, punching out the guard, he punches out the guard. Seconds he gets, after they he gets Troy on the cell, yes. um, and then they are basically trying to access some of the ship's computers so they can send a message back to the Enterprise. The Enterprise yeah. at this point is out of kind of range, and they are studying in Nebula, so yeah. they have a lot of, I guess, interference with their sensors due to the stellar makeup of the nebula or whatever and there's um, right, so right. they're having trouble like getting really any communication at this point. So they need. Troy and Riker need access codes so that they can try to like send a message. Yeah, essentially. 
And there's been this whole we've we've ignored the whole Wesley subplot. Yes, there's been this point. Yeah, Yeah. this whole episode Wesley's been about to leave to start to go to the Bradbury, which I thought was a cool name for a ship. So, anyways, Um, (laughs) he's going to start Starfleet, correct? He is going to take his last exam, I think, like the oral exam. Yeah, and then the last exam. Yeah, he's. I thought, I thought they were implying he was going to be away for a long time. Yeah, yeah, they all implied that he was going to pass the exam. Like, so he took no, the no, written. I thought he was going to be gone for like years. That's possibly. what. I, yeah, that's what I he thought. took the written exam already. He was going to go take the oral exam, and then he was going to oh, go thought, directly to Starfleet. Okay. No, I thought those were yeah. okay. entrance exams into Starfleet. They are. He was taking his last one and then going directly to Starfleet. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Sorry, I must um, have missed this, So this this whole episode, he's been putting off going to the Bradbury because he's trying to figure out this, either um well he fixed one thing yeah that they talk about I forget what it was something with the sensor I think it was the sensor for um static or something yeah, yeah. and and then since then they've they've been trying to find Riker and oh yeah we also missed that the Enterprise went back to Beta Z right to look for them yeah <laughs> well, they finally well, they get a message number two has been kidnapped yeah right. they get a uh, after they leave the Nebula they get a message from Beta yeah, Z that Troy that and Riker and Loxana have been kidnapped been taken. so they go back there just to investigate the scene yeah. essentially um, so um, at this point Wesley is helping them investigate and trying to figure out like yeah. how how we can yeah. find them right and then they keep on saying oh you should get on that yeah. bus yeah, yeah. Uh, you're gonna miss the bus yeah right I think it's like he, it's like um, they've waited like an hour for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it gets to the point where he is on the transporter pad. His mom is there saying goodbye to him. Yeah, and then he's like, "Oh wait, I got it!" And he rushes back to the bridge. Yes, um, but oh, before we're, that, we're, we're, yeah, we're, <laughs> um, yeah, we're skipping ahead. I, I was just, oh uh, yeah, yeah. I was Thanks just getting ready. This up, sure, sure. Um, <laughs> so Montreux cannot get the access codes, right? And she's being poked and prodded by Doctor. Is it like Ferric? Ferric? Who? Is Ethan Phillips? He plays Neelix on Star Trek Voyager. I saw when I'm doing my research that he has been in a million things, and I recognize none of them. <laughs> well, he's but he's one of the looked impressive. He's one of the primary cast members on Voyager. Okay. That's he, cool. He Which we're going to talk about in yep, a few episodes. Yep. He is the chef uh, on on Voyager. That, that cool. doesn't sound important, but okay. Um, <laughs> um, is the chef a big part of Voyager? Uh, yeah, actually. Who's the chef? Well, I thought. Oh, hold on. There's chefs. You have a replicator. Uh, not on Voyager because they have low low power limit. They have they have uh, food rations on on Voyager. Yeah, because they're so far from Starfleet. But what does that mean? They don't have enough energy. <laughs> the replicators supplied by Star. Um, whatever. What, All right. But oh, yeah, Great. I mean, yes, the the chef is important on Voyager. All right. Yes, I, you'll yeah. you'll learn more about him. I, I in a little not. while. <laughs> So we don't have access codes. Yeah. Right. And we find out we're not going to get access codes. Right. Because the ship is saying, no, we have to get the access codes directly from Damon Tog or else nothing. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Whatever. So Riker kind of figures out that he needs to send some sort of message back that will be a message to Enterprise, but will not be kind of picked up as a message. I think, I think he says it sounds it. like space junk or something. Yeah. For, what he, for yeah. space static. Okay. It's literally, he, he determines that he can dampen and undampen the subspace interference suppressor. Oh, well. Sure. That's what that means. You know, obviously. We, we did learn from Up One Ladder that he is a code genius because he, uh, <laughs> yeah. so. He certainly he is. is. So there he's you not go. the only one. That's and a good Picard thing. <laughs> from 101001001. That they need two seconds to figure out that's codes. Right. That's right. So, so, yeah. so Riker figures out that he, is, he can send a message. 
to the Enterprise. Yes. Using this uh, interference suppressor thing. Mm-hmm. And he is sending uh, the, the same rhythm <laughs> that we heard earlier on in the episode. The Algolian the most ceremoni- the, Algolian ceremonial rhythms. The Algonian It is the most rhythms. random arbitrary thing he could have thought of. Now, okay. Yeah, I don't Here's think the, so. I am <laughs> kind of conflicted about this because it was clever. It was the clever. Idea, like it is something that should be fresh in their minds and that the Ferengis should not notice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there is in no way a chance in hell anyone would have picked that up except, in random static. Except Wesley. Well, he see, did. I was going to say. is an idiot savant. <laughs> see, but he did it. He That's why he missed a ship. Yeah. Because he. He uh, figures it out. He goes. Yeah. He starts, I think, on the pad. He he's is. talking. He's like, static. His so mom gives him the clue inadvertently. I think she says something about, oh, God, noticing how much he's grown or like, he, notice. I noticed this. Like, yeah. it's just it's something yeah. like, it's like that. The, it's like the word notice. Yeah. yeah. Didn't realize. He's like, oh my goodness, I figured it yeah. out. Yeah. So he figures out that whatever's generating that static like, is sending a message. Right. He's still ready to leave. And he's like, that's static. It just sounds so, so familiar. familiar. Yeah. Which, what? I mean, he was ordered to leave, but you think he would have, if it bothered him that much. Some static sounded familiar. Yeah. And then, and then like, you know, shouldn't Data have figured that out? Because Data can. Recognize yeah, a lot of patterns. Yeah. Goddamn computer. In this, epi- this is another episode where they haven't really like kind of figured data out too, where he yeah. is just like constantly too much information. Because mm-hmm. earlier in the episode that happens and Picard is yeah, like, Picard's okay, like, enough. Right. <laughs> Even though he's always giving really good information. It's always excellent information. Yeah. So, so right. Wesley comes forth, he ignores everyone's commands and advice and does not go off and catch, ignores the, direct catch, order. catch the yeah. bus to Starfleet. Yeah. So instead, he's like, oh my goodness, let me play this thing back for me. I figured it out and all that kind of stuff. And then, so Picard says, oh my goodness, thank you so much. And he says, engage. Uh, I don't even remember what what they're they're Mm -hmm. like. Okay, let's go toward this thing. Mm -hmm. Engage. And he points. Does he always point when he says engage? Usually. Yeah. Okay, I was wondering, because like, he says engage, engage. looking at him, and he's not pointing anything in specific. (laughs) He's just... Uh, just engage. He's 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 a pointer. Yeah, he's yeah. a pointer. He just especially with that word. Uh-huh. Engage. engage. Yeah. Engage. We all yeah. just made the motion. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I can't see it because like... of the podcast. Sorry, guys. Yeah. If he was the boss, <laughs> that is the thing everyone would do in the break room. Oh, oh yeah. I believe there is an episode where where Data is acting captain and he makes the hand motion. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I, th- I believe yes. he says engage, and he does the <laughs> hand uh, motion. Of course he does. <laughs> um, <laughs> So good. So <laughs> they figure out through Wesley's genius yep. that they find the Frankie ship mm-hmm. and then they confront the Frankie ship and say like, hey, buddy, guy, yep. we know you have our people. Uh, so Damon tries to, Damon Tom tries to play it off as like, oh, these are my guests. I right. invited them on board, blah, 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 blah. Um, so he agrees to beam back uh, Riker and Troy and he does. They get back to the ship, but basically says like. In exchange. Well, for the Troy, Troy's mom was the one who right. said, "Here, let them go." Yeah, she, she I'll stay. a noble gesture. She does. Yeah, she wasn't this horrible at that moment. Right, <laughs> she right. she made a noble. Yeah, sacrifice. so she makes a, a noble gesture. They get back to the ship, and then essentially, I guess the idea is is that she is hinting at Picard that he needs to try to like fight for her. Yeah. to get well, her. Well, from she says the something top. to the effect of, um, 
like when when I was yours or, or yes. when 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 we were together. Yeah. Um, you know, you always kill all my all my lovers. Yeah, and, uh, and then make, Tom's like, I didn't know you were with him. You, yeah. you didn't want to well, hear about all my lovers. Right. And yet, like in the beginning, he doesn't really catch on. No. At first he does not. So she's just like, Oh, Picard, Jean Luc, you are such a jealous ex lover yeah. of mine. And then he's like, uh yes, uh I Love does you. he does right. he cut off to talk with someone about it because yeah, he can't Deanna, figure it out? I think Deanna, Deanna, right. Deanna has to tell him like that's I, right. I think she wants you <laughs> when it's clearly obvious yeah. that that's what she. <laughs> you're her ex lover, right? and he's like, oh, I I will try to act then. <laughs> oh, goddamn it! So he says segments from four Shakespeare sonnets in two plays. Yes. Um, <laughs> now, when I saw him doing this, okay. I immediately thought, okay, so Picard, or no, uh, Patrick Stewart yeah. mm-hmm. has said, all right, I'm going to be saying some Shakespeare on this show. Yeah. Make it happen, or I walk. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. so just forced. He is Shakespearean trained. Yeah, yeah, and he you is know, a yeah. notable Shakespearean actor. That, but it seems pretty... <laughs> I think he's a great actor. Well, he was probably hamming it up a, a bit to make okay. it look, look I'll, I'll give him that pretty this goofy wasn't, this wasn't the season where he did the one man Hamlet right I think that was season two you mean the one man Christmas Carol one man Christmas Carol yeah where he played all the characters it was earlier on yeah he has he's probably has done Hamlet though yeah I would um, imagine anyways um, but, but I hope he's also, just like okay, look so how good like, I am he's like quoting Shakespeare but yeah. like does it does, does the whole world know Shakespeare I guess um, not because Ferengi probably don't know right. Shakespeare they okay. might know who he is, maybe in a in a very vague sense, if if at all. Worf looks pretty uh, put off in this scene too, because <laughs> I'm not sure why. But well, Klingons know Shakespeare because if you've seen Star Trek Six, that movie is all about Shakespeare. Yeah, um, Worf is into right. it. So yeah, so like, he what? Is, he's <laughs> like, yeah. I love you in a whole bunch of Shakespeare yeah. Yeah. bullshit words, and then and then ends it with this weird demand, like, hey. You beam her back into my arms, yeah. or I'm blowing everyone up. Yeah, it's pretty baller. Which move. is a very He's like, you have ten seconds. Un Federation <laughs> thing to say, but yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's you're like right. They've, they've run into Part Picard before. They they've mm-hmm. even met him. That's not him, right? And but it can be him. But okay. she had just <laughs> told Tog that he has killed some of her previous lovers. Yeah, so, and he's very jealous. So. She's also a liar. Yeah, terrible. But. <laughs> So, so, but the thing is, so, so David makes a totally reasonable argument, like, yeah. well, hold on, if you blow us up, you'll lose her too. And he just keeps on going on about Shakespeare. Yeah. Well, he basically says, like, like, if I, well, if I can't have her. Loved and lost. Right. right. Like, no, but that doesn't really address why. I think it's more just like, well, if I can't have her, nobody can. Right. Seven. Six. Right. six. <laughs> Get her the fuck over here. Five. The <laughs> best part about this scene and whole episode is this is where we got the meme from where yes. the captain's on the bridge yes, the, like the, why the fuck the yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the episode that's the yeah, scene that we got it's it from pretty good. it's pretty it's amazing pretty good. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. it gave us something positive I guess yeah so, totally a bunch so, of positive things and Ferengi dude gives up gives he's up. like oh my god I'm so sorry beams her back gives her back immediately which is she beamed directly onto his directly lap? onto the bridge uh, no <laughs> into his oh, lap. onto the bridge but she immediately walks uh, walks into his so lap. She is all about Picard she, again. Oh yeah. Oh she yeah. only to get she, shut she, down. She always again. wants Picard. She's she been always, about that that ish for a while. Yeah. 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 She's all about that ish. I'm on. I'm on. <laughs> about that, that Picard ish side. Yeah. 
Yeah. Dude, like, not a whole lot of people make Patrick Stewart look young and hot. Yeah. <laughs> she can. Yeah. Oh, that's mean. Although I think, I think she's an attractive 60 year old woman. She is attractive for 70. There's like, <laughs> there's some like, <laughs> yeah. there's some like dang uh, cleavage moments in this oh, episode. Oh, yeah. She, she shows, she some shows some boobs. Serious there's cleavage. Some, there's yeah, some, there's some teddies. They still look pretty decent, no. I think. Oh, my God. Yeah. Come on. They're round. Come on. Oh my goodness. They're round. Is yeah. That what you said? <laughs> yeah, they're in generally the right place on her body. <laughs> is that not attractive? Uh, no, no, it's men in the room being <laughs> somewhere else. But ah, uh, no, it's not. It's not giving me umak. Umak. No. Oh, no. Well, sorry to hear that. Okay. All right. So that's um, the episode. So, so she's back. So Picard won the day. Yep. And she's all safe. And I believe also the Frangie essentially get like a slap on the wrist for this for kidnapping oh, three yeah. super oh. high ranking well, officials. Well, she's a Federation ambassador, right? She's like getting the back and just she's say, a delegate for guys. like an entire yep. series of planets. Absolutely, like, she's up there. Yeah, um, yeah, and they're just okay, like, don't so ever do it again. Now, now we are now we are recognizing and thanking Mister Wesley Crusher. That's mm-hmm. right. For being gets, an idiot savant, and, I wouldn't, why and, you call him that? See, because he kind, I, he kind I, of is. That, he kind, that static is familiar. Come on, Wesley's always been about solving the really hard yeah. stuff. Anyways, go on. Being okay. kind, being kind of a doofus. Okay, yeah. So they're like, oh, Wesley, you missed the bus. Yep. But you know what? I don't care. I'm gonna go ahead and make you a full <laughs> ensign. Full ensign. Yeah. Not no longer so an acting this ensign. This raises um million questions See, for me can he do can the captain do that i think it's mine yeah, yeah. So, so no i think say, he can i think it's a captain, field promotion uh, you know what okay Cap- captain can, can give uh uh whatever sure uh sure. raise no what's it called field promotion. promotion promotion yeah uh i'm okay with that what the fuck is the point of starfleet well <laughs> wesley does go to starfleet eventually yeah so is there there's valuable information to learn at Starfleet right yeah, before you it's come like in? College. I believe I mean, it, it's what like, was happening here was that until they can make it back to Earth, mm-hmm. um, Wesley is now an ensign. Yeah, I think oh, I think Picard see, says something no, like that's not a, that's not very that's not very congratulatory. I think it is um, like I think he says basically like I can't in good conscience. For someone who's done so much for the ship, yeah. because up to this point, he and we've reviewed some of these episodes. He's done quite a few good things for There's the ship a, and solved a number two of problems. I can think of up until this episode yeah. that Wesley has literally saved the ship. Yeah. Wesley can save the day. I can't, in good Why? conscience, You're not have you right. I, I, oh. He's already saving the day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it and it's kind of a hole because okay, if I, he. If he's an ensign, why need why do you need to go to Starfleet? The second and bigger I'm assu- question. I'm I assuming have. he wants to I go think to Starfleet. Starfleet okay. is kind of, I view Starfleet as kind of like the Naval Academy. So it's it's actually like a it's a college where yeah. they're training you to be right. an officer, essentially. Right. So that I mean he's going anyways too because he's gonna go to college. Um uh, okay. So the, the the next question. Okay. If he's not even an ensign, and he's, I and I wish I knew what that even he's meant. He's an acting ensign. That's the lowest. Okay. If yeah. he's not even the lowest rank, okay. how does he have access to everything in the world? Well, pri- prior to this episode, <laughs> he gets he does something good and he gets made acting yeah. ensign. So he's like unofficially what, an uh, ensign. What is it? He's I don't remember just, what episode that is. Is it the traveler episode where so, he helps so the traveler board can do anything get the ship they want. back to known space? 
It Maybe. Might, it might I know that. later he goes with the Traveler like, at the end of the series. That's about episode. Um, yeah. So is there anyone on the ship that does not have access to everything? Yeah. Sure. I How think, is he not part I of that think crowd? He's, he, he was, you know he's what? He's, he was but part of that crowd. <laughs> but before he's an ensign, he's still no. inside of everything. No, no, no. He he gets made essentially an acting ensign without so the rank. That only makes this promotion sound not as exciting. It's more official. He gets a uniform and stuff. But it's right. also only temporary until they get back to Starfleet. Kinda. I mean, so um, already temporary ensign. Now he's. Slightly this more is official. all speculation, but I yeah. bet you he keeps that rank even when he gets to Starfleet. I would imagine because if, like, a, if it's a captain, a real ass promotion. If a captain can, I mean, you know, he the know. captain's probably acting within the the rules I'm, because Picard doesn't do uh, stuff that's not. Yeah, I'm just having a problem with first of all a person going directly against an order. Sure, we just get on the bus, go to Starfleet. Well, right, that is right. And and that whatever rank he was when he did that, now he's being promoted to the lowest rank. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't doesn't feel right. Yeah, I don't know. There's, I think that is within the realm of what the other officers would do. Like there's there's been other times where the officers have ignored an order or something in the good sure. of the rest of the ship and the sure. crew. And I think and whatever. I think the captain realizes that. I think the captain sees that. Yeah. Um, and I think he's the type of captain that would be like. Hey, I'm not right all the time. Like you can, you can. I trust you to act with the best interests of the crew in yeah. mind. He so, is, he is strict, but he, rec- yeah, he can see that. Yeah, if you were right, sure. Yeah, sure. No, no. Yeah. All right. So and the um, very last thing I noticed about this episode, mm-hmm. okay, is Troy wears a weird uniform that no one else can wear, uh-huh. which I believe we kind of talked about earlier about like she's not quite. Yeah, yeah, see, I'm not, I'm not resolved on that because okay. I thought that she was actually an officer. She might be, but not a high-ranking officer, like maybe a lieutenant, not like. A, I mean, I know that ship counselor is a real job on a Federation ship because other ships have a counselor counselors as well. Um, I thought she like went to Starfleet. Maybe not though. Um, she she might have. Yeah, I was not aware that she did. I will. Okay. Next we'll episode, we will yeah. report back. On yeah. That. Okay, so so one last thing I, I want to say, not about the episode proper, but about what happened during this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, Gene Roddenberry was really proud of Will Wheaton's of Will Wheaton and Wesley Crusher's um, uh, point to becoming ensign on the show. Yeah. So Roddenberry gave Will Wheaton his real life Navy um, the, the lieutenant uh, bars pins yeah. from when Roddenberry was in the war. 30 years ago. <laughs> I hear that he was... He How gave much would that so suck to he, be like a it's person like, that earned those? I gave... I right. wrote down that he gave Will, Will Wheaton his second lieutenant bar as he earned the Army Air Corps, which is, which is the equivalent to an ensign right. in the Navy. But it's just... Yeah. I mean, so here's a man, Roddenberry, who probably was in legitimate danger. Yeah. Uh, you know, during the war, giving... <laughs> Uh, his his ensign bars to a fake character. Or <laughs> giving it you know. to Will Wheaton. <laughs> yeah, for playing a fake character. Brave. Who's never, in, wrote it who's that never way. in danger. I don't right? know if exactly. you have this down in your notes or not, but they had like a ceremony. And Colin, Colin Powell. Colin Powell was there. Visited that day for this. At the time, he what? was the chairman yes. of Joint Chief of Staff. Was yes. Star Trek more popular 
and I just didn't know about it. Was it was a popular it was show. super popular, I mean, yeah. I know it was like always had a following, but... I mean, it was, yeah. wasn't it a prime time? It was or prime was, time was TV, Colin right? Powell was Powell very popular? Well, he, was, he wasn't yet like Secretary oh, okay. of State or right. anything. Yeah. So he was just... He was chairman of the Joint Chief of Staff. He was just colon. That's like... That's a <laughs> But the fact that deal. he came to this episode filming... For that reason, yeah, is pretty funny. Yeah, so I think weird. there's pictures of it there on is. the memory. There's, alpha a, there's page. a picture of him in the captain's chair, Colin Powell, with uh, Lavar Burton <laughs> sitting next to him. <laughs> um, and Lavar Lavar Burton's outfit in that picture. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that one. Looks this like uh, he's in it brief, very briefly. Briefly, when uh, he's talking yeah. about Wesley's, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, I just thought that was crazy that Roddenberry felt the need to honor someone who did something fake on a show like it's just serious it's kind of yeah. just kind of weird it's kind of nice insulting oh it's nice yeah it's just like strange as well sure it's a the colin powell being there is what surprised me yeah. i think the most yeah not so sure. much the giving of the bars <laughs> right. but that that just blew my um, mind a little yeah what um, um, yeah okay so anyone else have anything else from the episode don't believe so one more thing to say it has nothing to do with the episode sure. okay okay so uh about about um Gene Roddenberry's wife, what's her name? Something Barrett? Uh, Magel Barrett Roddenberry. Yeah. That person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, besides the whole being buried at space thing, which I think is awesome, mm-hmm. there's another thing which I don't know, like, she left four million dollars to her dogs. And well, okay. that seems, that's and, okay. And one, <laughs> mil- and one million to her, like, personal assistant to take care of them. Wait. Yep. <laughs> Go ahead. Do the math. How much did she leave to her son? Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know. Like a hundred thousand. That jerk. Four million wow. to your dogs. Now, what's the stipulation when the dogs pass away? That's who gets the, thing. the who gets four the million money? dollars for them to live the best life they can in her mansions? So maybe it was a million each. Die. What? So yeah. wait. Yeah. So these dogs I, like, like live by themselves in the mansion, no, and the well, person no, lives no, with them. With the, with the assistant presumably care takes of care of them. So that's this person's job. Is to just this person's life. They get a million dollars. Is to just to take care of dogs that make four times their salary. Live in the mansion <laughs> with dogs, essentially. Yes. Well, it's possible that there's four dogs and they each got a million. So she split it up equitably. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like as much as I want to say, like yeah. You should totally give your dogs an awesome life. I hate when people oh, do that. Oh man, that's crazy. I don't know. I'd leave. I'd leave Storm. Storm again. Four million. Four. Four million. Would you? Four million. All right. Are you planning on making five million? Yeah. So that we can get rid of our debt and then get, leave our four. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I just had to mention that okay. because I think it's notable. That's that's very, very notable. It gives you a picture about who this person is. I think that's yeah. awesome. And who Gene would marry? Uh, yes. Uh, as well, as an insane person. They're both weirdos. That's yeah. for sure. Oh yeah. Um, they're, they're, so one plus for space burial. One minus for dog burial. Yeah. the person. Oh, so it even out, I guess. To, uh, make it yeah. okay or something. Um, so anyway, this episode, so so much happened. Yeah, and it was just it was just confusing. It was, and I don't know. I don't well, here, let's let's what? Okay, yeah. So, so final thoughts. Uh, then. Was it worth the voyage for you, Dan? I mean, all right. I feel like I learned a lot about the universe, the Star Trek universe in right. this episode. Right. So that's a plus. Mm-hmm. But the entire time I watching, I was watching it was just tedious and long, and I, I don't know, just. 
I'm gonna give it a I don't know what's between yes and no maybe or maybe it's, okay it, it I Our guess first it maybe. could be wow. worth the voyage if you just wanna I don't know experience a whole bunch of shit that I'm tired of talking about this episode <laughs> yeah. no fuck it All not right. the episode no Newman Go. okay alright Newman um you know I started this podcast saying that it was my least favorite one we've done. Talking about it though, uh, I kind of appreciate it a little bit more <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, there, there's there's some shit going there, on in here. This yeah. is a very Roddenberry centric episode, like I said. Like it feels it's like this is this is what he wanted from Star Trek. Yeah, you know, a lot of sex slaving and uh, yeah, God, like like so much happens. In this episode, like, do you even remember when we talked about the dick fruit? <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that was that, like, that's, so long ago. This, this 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 episode is just you know. Classic Roddenberry. Uh, God, reluctant, yes, because it's like something that maybe you should see to kind of get Roddenberry's vision right. of yeah. the future. Right. I'm going like, to go ahead. Know? I'm going to say yes to just because if you. Not yes to. Yes, as well. <laughs> I mean, like. Not, not like not two times the yes. yes. Not <laughs> yes. Okay, well. Sorry. Yes, as well. Okay. Uh, because if, if you're. A shipper kind of like I am. It's one of the kind of like core episodes to watch. Sure. But I actually think this episode among the three of us was one of the more fun ones to talk about. Yeah. Even though there's like weird lull points See, or like not much happens yeah, and stuff. No. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah. Like just the backstory, the juicy gossip. Right. The, the Colin Powell, Lieutenant Bars. Like there's just a lot going on. So and I think that's happened, really yeah. fun. Right. So much yeah. happened. We really were just telling everyone oh, what happened. We got like the very basics of the story. Like there's a couple subplots that we like a missed little, even. There's a little less of our opinion because just so much, yeah, right. yeah. so much happens. Yeah. A lot of beats, but there's fun, fun things about it. So I think, I think it's worth the voyage. Again, I love all the episodes with Waxana. I even read like some of the Waxana books and stuff, which I know yeah. people hate. Uh, but I, I think it's fun, and I, I think, I think you should watch it too, listeners. Great, that's cool. great, yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, uh, what's this one called? The Menage one that we just did. Menage yeah. Troy. Menage Troy. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned <laughs> it in the podcast. <laughs> Menage a Troy. Menage a Troy. Troy. The episode about <laughs> having sex with the mom and the daughter feeling it. Umox, dick fruit. and dick fruit. Yep. And, and just a few other things. This series sucks. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Don't why, hate why, on why, it. Why are we doing it's this? It's great. <laughs> um, our next episode will be the outrageous Okona from season two. So we're going back to season two, guys. The outrageous yes. Okona. The outrageous Okona. 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 From season two. Sounds sounds like a, a surf movie. So yeah, yeah, kind of. Right. Um, and just so you know, uh, we do have a Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is at Make It So So Cast. Oh yeah, we got a website that is Make It So So Podcast We are also on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. So you can listen to us in a whole bunch of different places. In addition to Make It So So Podcast all those places at the same time. Yeah, give yeah. us a review uh, if, you, if you feel yeah. so inclined. Yeah. Is it review yeah. and comment? Review. Yeah. On please iTunes. send us questions. Yeah, we'd love to answer your questions. Yeah, so please send us a question. I, I want Go one real question. Yeah. Send us yeah. even Newman. even hate mail. We'll we'll even say thank you for hate mail. Newman loves that stuff. So send it Just our way. So, well, maybe not we'll hate respond. mail, but we will we will answer you can and address that, your hate you can send that hate mail to make it so so <laughs> podcast at gmail.com that's right or at make it so so cast on twitter yeah all right cool. we have a lot of avenues we so. did it we did it we did it and Goodbye, thanks for listening yeah see you next time all right